A Florida man wants to erect huge penis sculptures all across the state. A Florida daycare is accused of putting the children in blackface. A Florida man burglarized a home and then took off with $140,000 worth of poultry. And a Florida woman had her headshots sold to a photo website, and now she's on the cover of an erotic fiction novel. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. They are all from the state of Florida, because on Friday we only do weird news from Florida. Weird AF News is the only daily weird news podcast in existence, and the only one that does Florida Fridays. I'm happy to do it, and I'm happy you're here with me. A Florida man wants to erect huge penis sculptures across the state. A Florida activist has applied officially to display giant penis sculptures across nine Florida cities in order to mark a festival. The Festival of the Steel Phallus. Oh, the Steel Phallus Fest. It's better than the Flaccid Phallus Fest. Nobody wants to attend the Flaccid Phallus Fest. We want the Steel Phallus Fest. Go big or go home, right? What is the Festival of the Steel Phallus? Well... It is a fertility celebration in Japan's Shinto religion. So this guy's trying to spread a fertility celebration from Japan across Florida. Seems like a strange target for a fertility celebration. But maybe he wants more babies in Florida. I don't know why. Kids got it rough down there, I tell you. I mean, if it were up to me, I'd say fewer babies born in Florida. Less fertility, if we could. If we could, like, defertilize all of Florida, that would be that would be productive, I think. <laughs> Okay, so we have the Florida media reporting. The city of Fort Lauderdale has told this Florida man, Chaz Stevens, to fill out an application, uh, which is a promising sign. In other words, they didn't tell him to go kick rocks. They were like, no, you can fill out an application. Uh, We allow people to apply for celebrations. We've never had anyone apply for a phallus fertility celebration, but, you know, by all means, it's a free country. Now, we have the mayor of Fort Lauderdale. His name is Dean Trentalis. He says he's against it. He's against the steel phallus. Here's a quote from Mayor Dean. Uh, Fort Lauderdale embraces diversity. But at some point, we need to draw a line between expression and decency. Now, this Mr. Stevens is trying to, what I think, draw attention to himself, really, I'm not sure he really gives a damn about Japan. He's trying to attract attention to himself. And the city of Fort Lauderdale tries to maintain a family-friendly environment. All right? We're very proud of the family-friendly environment. Now, we know that uh, people are naked at bus stops and at Chick-fil-A's, but we're still trying to maintain a family-friendly environment. We're not the stage for personal excesses, and that would include, you know, giant penis celebrations, I think. Oh, come on, Mayor Dean. You say you like diversity. Mayor Dean should say, okay, okay, I'll agree to a penis festival, but we also have to have a vagina festival. That's how I would even it out. And I would attend both because it sounds like a great time, a penis fertility festival and a vagina fertility festival. People walking around with giant vaginas held to the sky. That sounds like a great way to spend a weekend, to be honest. And I mean, give it up to this Florida man. He's trying to show his appreciation for the phallus without whipping out his own phallus. That's pretty rare in Florida, I have to say. Most of the time, they're just like, I'm, I'm pro-phallus, take a look at mine. And then you get to stare at it, you know, and it's like, wow, we're in traffic, this is uncomfortable. A Miami daycare has been accused of putting children in blackface to celebrate Black History Month. <laughs> 
Oh, my goodness, the shenanigans in Florida, man. Nick and Courtney Politis were getting ready for their daughter's first birthday party about a week ago when they got a call from a fellow parent of a child who attends Studio Kids Daycare in Little River. Here's a quote from Courtney. Well, she calls me and she's like, you won't believe the photos that were sent to me from this classroom. She told me they painted all the kids' faces black and said, happy Black History Month. I couldn't believe it. My brain was malfunctioning. Oh, no, her brain was malfunctioning. I mean, Florida makes your brain malfunction on a daily basis, Courtney. You should move out. Definitely shouldn't raise children there. Uh, Now, Courtney says the pictures that were shared on the school's messaging app showed the toddlers in blackface. (laughs) The school was so proud to send out those photos. Hey, parents, check out what we we did at school. We're just trying to celebrate diversity. Here's your kids in blackface. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Courtney's husband, Nick, said... I was angry that someone, you know, fell through the cracks. I was like, I wasn't sure how how this came about. I wasn't sure who decided to do this, but it seemed like it was multiple failures on the school's part. You know, I I couldn't believe it, really. Now, this Florida couple happens to be biracial, and uh, they met with the daycare's owner shortly after being made aware of this blackface incident. They have since pulled their children out of the daycare. And um, you really got to consider in the first place leaving your children in the hands of various Florida citizens. I can't, I don't know if I could take comfort in that. Now, Courtney said the teacher apologized to her for the blackface incident. Uh, the teacher is Argentinian and told her it was a cultural tradition in her country. Is it? Is it? A lot of Argentinians doing the blackface for Black History Month, I find that hard to believe, but maybe I'm wrong. I never, I don't hang out in Argentina. Any listeners in Argentina that can corroborate the popularity of blackface these days? Now, the couple says that they hope the daycare has learned their lesson. Um, but I'm not so confident, to be honest. If they are so ignorant to even attempt this in the first place, in 2023, of all years, I thought we all got the memo on the blackface. <laughs> very unacceptable these days. Apparently, they did not. I would be very nervous how they're going to celebrate other historical moments in our history. I mean, would you be surprised if your child came home from this daycare with a lot of bruises because they were stoned as the daycare tried to teach everyone the history of the witch hunt back in colonial America? (laughs) We decided to stone some people. We drowned half of them. You know, we just wanted to show them what it was like when when they indicted these witches way back when in Salem, Massachusetts. A Florida man burglarized a home and tried to get away with $140,000 in stolen poultry. That's a lot of poultry. A Miami man is facing a plethora of felony charges after the police say he burglarized a rural southwest Miami-Dade home, then ran from police in a stolen tractor trailer containing more than $100,000 in poultry. His name is Carlos Andres Gonzalez Rodriguez. A lot of names. Carlos lives in Miami's Flagami neighborhood. Carlos ended up crashing into a farm, but not before leading the officers on a dangerous wrong-way chase, according to the police. The chain of events started on Wednesday. The report states that Gonzalez Rodriguez, age 36, burglarized a home in the Redlands area, cutting a lock on a fence, entering the house by removing a window-mounted air conditioner. Police say he stole a television from inside the home, broke into a shed, Stole seven horse saddles. (laughs) That's a lot of weird things he's taking. 
What do I, I need TVs, horse saddles, and all the chickens. I need all the chickens. He also made off with what's called a gooseneck trailer from underneath a carport. Then he came back, he said. Now, the police were called to the home for a report of burglary in process. They saw the Florida man at the home, attempted to arrest him, but he took off in a stolen 53-foot Freightliner refrigerated tractor trailer containing 10 pallets of poultry valued at roughly $140,000. The Florida man then went on a chase, drove off with $140,000 worth of chickens. Very, very valuable these days, the chickens, as is the eggs. Yeah, I don't know if these chickens are alive or dead. It doesn't say it. I'll keep reading. If they're alive, though, you're looking at a lot more money worth of eggs. I think uh, just like 100 eggs is worth $100,000. Am I right? says here the Florida man led officers on a chase down 192nd Avenue. You guys know the street. At one point, he drove the wrong way, straight towards an officer. The officer had to throw his cruiser into reverse and move off the road in order to avoid being hit by the stolen chicken semi. A report states that the Florida man, Gonzalez Rodriguez, eventually crashed into a farm, hitting a motorized fence and two concrete walls. Police say the second wall is what stopped him. Yeah, you can never have enough walls in Florida to stop the Florida man. Officers took Gonzalez Rodriguez to the South Medical Center, I guess, to check his brain. He needs his brain checked, clearly. He's stealing some weird things, man. He's like, oh, I need a, a TV. Now I need some saddles. Now I need uh, chickens. Where's the chicken? Is there a coop around here? Uh, how about a semi? I'll steal that, too. This guy's just taking everything in sight says he's being held on bond for multiple grand theft, burglary, criminal mischief charges, plus charges of fleeing the police, aggravated assault on a law enforcement officer. But what about the owner of the chickens? Are they getting their chickens back? It's a lot of money worth of fowl. And I don't even know. Did this guy have a plan to sell the chickens once he got away? I mean, what do you get for chickens these days? Google, how much does it cost for a chicken? Oh, okay. The price per chicken will vary with the breed selected. You can pay anywhere from $3 to $30 for a chicken, depending on the age and the breed. $3 chicken, <laughs> this is, doesn't sound right. It's like 6 bucks a pound for a chicken breast at the store. How's a whole chicken? $3. Um, I don't recommend eating the $3 chickens, guys. That's just uh, that's my nutritional advice for you. It's certainly not a $3 chicken that was procured in the state of Florida. It's probably not even a chicken. It's probably just a baby alligator with feathers glued to it. <laughs> A Florida woman got her headshots taken and found herself on the cover of an erotic novel without her permission. This Miami, Florida woman learned why you should always read the fine print. And now she'll always be connected to an erotic novel titled His Big Childhood Sweetheart. Christian Demerit of Miami shared her story on social media, which all began when she graduated college back in 2010. Fresh off her theater degree, she needed some new headshots, so she met up with a recommended photographer at the park. They took some pictures and some different tops. She paid the photographer $100, and everything seemed A-OK. She was hoping to use the new pictures to find some work as an actress. What she didn't do was read the contract all the way through, and there's always some fine print that could get you in the end. Turns out, the photographer that took her photos sold her pictures to a stock image site. If you're not familiar, these sites house millions of pictures of different people in different situations. And then websites can buy the pictures and do absolutely anything they would like to do with them. 
you can download the picture. You can put it in Photoshop. You can kind of do anything you want. Use them for commercial purposes. And that's exactly how Florida woman Christian ended up on the cover of his big childhood sweetheart. Here is the plot of this erotic fiction novel called His Big Childhood Sweetheart. After spending a few years abroad, Damien Carter is ready to get serious about his family's business. But when he reunites with his childhood friend, and that friendship turns into something more, things are bound to get complicated, especially since his friend is the daughter of his family's maid. Evelyn longs to be with Damien, but the differences in their social status has always held her back. Yet now that Damien has returned, no longer a boy, but a man, she can no longer deny what's really in her heart. But what's going to happen when Damien's family catches wind of their relationship? Will Damien and Evelyn be forced to break it off? Or will love find a way? Find out in his big childhood sweetheart. Oh, wow, this sounds pretty salacious. <laughs> By the way, this is a whole series. This is book 10 in, the, in a series of books. They all have big in the title. <laughs> the poor girl. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to be on the cover of an erotic fiction novel. It's another to be on the cover of an erotic fiction novel that sort of fetishizes big girls. One of the titles is His Big Single Mother. Oh, no. <laughs> Apparently, this is a, an erotic genre I didn't know existed. It's plus-size loving billionaires. That's the genre. <laughs> erotic novels, man, they get really niche, don't they? You can find one for every situation. It's probably like a whole genre of erotic blackface novels, I'd imagine. <laughs> there could be. There could be. My Blackface Baby. Ah, that was a terrible thing. I'm probably going to get canceled for saying that, but I'm in a closet. Who cares? Although I think the real fallout of this on my end is now that I've clicked on this story, Amazon's going to target me for horrible erotic fiction for the next two months. Yay! Thank you for spending some time with Weird AF News, specifically this Florida Friday episode. I appreciate you. I appreciate all my listeners and supporters. Big shout out to everybody who emailed me, sent me articles for Florida Friday. Very helpful. Thank you, guys. I uh, hope you're having a nice weekend or you had one or you're about to have one. And if you would like to reach out, the number is 646-450-2012. My email is funnyjones at gmail.com. If you would like to follow me on social media, my Instagram is at funnyjones. Doing lots of shows lately. Maybe I'm coming to your area. So give me a follow. Slide into my DMs, say hello, introduce yourself. I love to meet people. Um, lastly, if you'd like to support the show with a couple of ducats, you can join the Patreon. It's like buying me a cup of coffee every month, keeping me caffeinated, keeping me going in the closet, recording, 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 keeping me singing, doing horrible impressions, bad jokes, bad puns. You know the deal. Uh, how do you join the Patreon? Good question. WeirdAFNews.com, the official website of Weird AF News. You can click on the Patreon banner, or you can click on Buy Jonesy a Coffee if you just want to do a one-time uh, you know, gesture of support. That's pretty cool. Uh, regardless, you know, I know we're all having a hard time monetarily these days, so it costs you nothing to tell a friend about Weird AF News. If you'd like to help me out that way, that would be tremendous. Or do nothing. Do nothing. Just listen in your underwear while sipping iced coffee. Sounds like a great way to take in the podcast. I recommend it. All right, take care and I love you all.